This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is... You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get reward points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. That's a load of bollocks! You've got to f- die to get three points! Skipper Schindler a chance to write his name in Huddersfield Town legend. And he takes that chance! Hello listener, Brady here. So um, how this pod's going to work is at first you'll hear Tom and I reacting to Neil Warnock's press conference live. Um, We recorded it as it was happening. We were meant to be following the live stream, but as I'm sure you saw... Um, the live stream didn't happen. So thank you, Steve, for typing up, as you always do, the press conference. So you'll hear Tom and I reacting to that, and then you'll hear the rest of the Birmingham preview, which we recorded before Neil Warnock's first press conference. So um, hopefully that makes sense. But yeah, enjoy. Tom, we are reacting to uh, Neil Warnock's first press conference um, as a little bonus in the pod, eh? Um, Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) Should we talk about the start? I mean, for me, I'm just going to get my bit in here. Um, I thought, right, as someone who struggles with audio issues when editing this pod, I have full sympathy with the media team and live stuff not going well, um, obviously when we've done Twitter spaces. But is there anything that sums up our season more than a tweet out of the blue that says, <laughs> we are having a press conference with Neil Warnock at 5pm. We will We will stream it live. It's 15 minutes late, and then when it does start, this <laughs> it's so delayed and <laughs> pixelated, and there's no sound that the stream has to go down and they have to go to text. <laughs> Terrible, Brady, honestly. Um, it's just like, don't promise them if you can't achieve it, I'm sorry. Even in that 15 minutes, why weren't they checking if it worked or not? Anyway, so we had to go to... Um, examiner didn't we to get us live up updates we had um, to go to steve typing away yeah um so do you want to start anything i mean it's still going on as we speak right now isn't it um it what is, i've read yeah. so far I'm, I'm 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 loving it to be fair yeah there's a few jokes in there um i enjoyed the i have to say though it's asking a lot for us to get in the playoffs i thought that was that was great yeah. <laughs> um do you know what? I feel like Neil Warnock is probably the best manager for first press conferences for everyone to go, oh, I thought he spoke really well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, 
uh, it's very interesting, like his thoughts ahead of uh, Saturday, almost mm-hmm. saying like he thinks it's a bit of a free hit, which I, I mean, I guess it is really like, um, yeah. I, I quite like that, that he, he feels like it's not, I mean, I think in the back of his mind, he will think it's very important, but um, he's almost playing it down, isn't he, a bit? Um, and it also gives me a bit of confidence that he thinks it's not be-all and end-all if, say, we did lose again on Saturday. Yeah, I think that's good because, you know, I know we've just talked on the preview about how uh, how we think it is a must-win, but I suppose putting that pressure on the players is probably not helpful. Um, a couple of things that stood out for me, was um, him saying, because obviously Matt's just posted that article about his time at Rotherham, which was a similar situation. Um, and he, Warnock said, we had good leaders at Rotherham, but there's not so many leaders here. It'll be me and Hoggy that have to lead, really. Mm. Um, I'm quite surprised by that because, you know, previously, like last season, we talked about leaders and Schofield talked about leaders and Fotheringham talked about leaders. And it was like Hoggy, Nichols, Lee. I know Nichols is injured, but Lees was one of them. Um so that that surprised me. I don't know if you can again. It's just a throwaway quote at a press conference, but um, that caught my eye. Um, I don't know. What do you think about that, Tom? Um, I, I think we kind of touched on it actually earlier on in the pod, didn't we? Um, mm. And especially from some of the lads in during that Stoke game. Yeah, we are short of leaders, and I think injuries have uh, played a part in that as well, haven't they? Um, Absolutely. Other thing that uh, stood out for me was um, he said he should have come to Dean when he went to Leeds, but he thought he could con- uh, conquer Ken Bates, which is uh, interesting. <laughs> That's a nice... We don't do what-ifs and hypothetical situations as, as much as we used to, but I, I'd love to explore the ta- alternative timeline if one of yeah. back. Well, he even mentioned, didn't he, if uh, Ronnie Jepson always says to him that he should have stayed and they'd have, mm-hmm. got, him to the, they'd have got to the Premier League with him that time, so... Um, yeah, that's uh, I think there's a lot of that so far, isn't there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he said he said the reason he stayed, but is the chairman lied to him and he fell out with him. <laughs> so, um, interesting. I love this shout out for Mel Booth. He said one of the best journalists I've ever come across is Mel Booth. I could tell him anything and he'd never let me down. That's, <laughs> I love that. Love that. Um, and uh, he he wasn't there last night because he's at a jazz club in New York. I feel like I'm That's already insane. enjoying this press conference more than. <laughs> That's mad that he's actually even doing a press conference today, though. I'd be yeah. shattered. Um, <laughs> advising on the next manager—that's an interesting one, Brady. So. Saying oh, yeah. that that's for the club to sort out. We need to put bums on seats first and foremost. It's been quite depressing of late, and there's enough depressing depression about the in the world. I need to come up with a solution. I've got an idea, but I'm not 100 percent yet. I need to see one or two of the lads before I do decide my team. So kind of a bit, not really uh giving anything away there, whether even he might be uh, up for keeping on. You never know, do you? But do you know what I mean? It's quite interesting that he's been asked that during the uh, the press conference. Yeah. And he, talk, he talked on Tom Lee's. I know you touched on him and you frustration with him in the Stoke game yesterday, but he said, I've had some fun with Tom today. And what I've seen of him is that he looked pretty reliable, but we just need him finding that balance between that and doing the nasty business mm-hmm. and not letting players get loose at free kicks and stuff like that. So he's clearly talking about the Jagielka thing. Yeah. Um I don't know. Yeah, like 
obviously you know what you're going to get a bit with Warnock, but there is a couple of interesting things. Um, and he said, you know, he's had a lot of younger elements at the at part of the squad makeup, but they've got his energy and enthusiasm, and we need to find a system and maybe involve one or two lads who maybe haven't been involved as much and come up with solutions where we're causing other teams' problems. I feel sorry for the strikers, whoever's played. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I suppose, I suppose, Tom, what would you, uh, what would you kind of sum up? I know it's it's kind of winding down as we we record. Um, it will probably have finished and be out for you to listen to on the club's channels by the time this pod comes out. But what was your kind of takeaway from this? My takeaway is uh, sort out your live streams, Town. And um, also, he's up for it and he's excited. Um, and just, I know we, we haven't heard it, but reading it, you can read between the lines a lot and the experience is just coming across some of the stuff he's saying. It's it's just really nice to hear. It's making me feel a bit more relaxed already and trust trust that he's, he's potentially going to get the job done. Um, and... Yeah, I'm buzzing. I'm I am actually really excited, Brady. Me too. I'm going on Saturday, and I think um, I knew it was going to be a good atmosphere. But I just, I just think he, like Neil says, we've got to put bums on backs on seats and smiles backs on faces. That's my job. That's what I want the lads to do, and that's it. Like you said, we're kind of laughing at some of the stuff he said. Like I'm excited for Saturday. The th- the thing is, I, I was talking to Pozzer about this, and I just think. It, you know, just regardless, we can't have performances like Wigan and Stoke. Like, it's just, if we, whatever happens between now and the end of the season, at least we're going to have some fun. And yeah. like, I know that's not everything, but Jesus, like, we need a bit of fun this season. It's just been miserable. Mm, yeah. Well, we will definitely have that with Neil, won't we? Oh, of course we will, Tom. Addicted to management, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I think we'll do it there. So what we'll do now as a special pod thing is you'll go back to an, uh, the past version of ourselves talking about the Birmingham preview. <laughs> Hello, it's the warm-up episode 101. It's Brady and Tom, and we're previewing the Birmingham game. Tom, how you doing, mate? I'm brilliant, Brady. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Uh li- we won't be showing that because uh, we don't show the full video. But I was doing a face to put uh, put Tom off there. <laughs> kind of worked. You, yeah. Did you sense the sarcasm in my voice? Um, yeah, I'm not too bad though, Brady. To be fair, um, you know, it's town in it. That's life. That's Huddersfield Town. That should be a t-shirt. Yeah. Well, you you've made t-shirts before. Get on that, mate. Yeah. Before yeah. anyone else makes it. Yeah. Um, I believe an old wise. Scottish um, manager would used to say, "Don't get too high when you win, and don't get too low when you lose." Yeah, exactly. Um, there we go. But yeah, Tom, let's let's talk briefly about Stoke because that was last night. Um, just it's just disappointing, isn't it? Mm. Um, I saw a lot of people saying now there's there's no fight in this team, and I th- I think there is. There is, it is there, but last night, I don't know what was going on. Um, well, the last, the actual last few performances, like I think there's a fight that can be brought out in these players, but it has definitely, definitely not been shown in the last few performances. Um, some of the defending was embarrassing. 
last night for the corner. Tom Lee's supposed to be one of your more experienced players, defenders. And, I mean, he's coming up against the ultimate experienced defender, but come on, mate, he's 40 and he's out-jumping you. The marking was terrible. I don't know why Lee's is standing off him so much. I know it's such a deep ball. If you know that, like Jagielka, you should be looking at Jagielka and thinking, right, what's his position here? Jagielka at his age isn't going to be sprinting into this box, onto the penalty spot from where he stood. Do you know what I mean, Brady? Like, Lee should be figuring this kind of stuff out and stand mainly at, from for my my defensive expertise. <laughs> he, he should be standing on that player. He should be standing on a 40-year-old mm. centre-back and just basically making sure he can't out-jump him. And then the problem with that is that he doesn't do that and Jagielka gets a run on him. And fair play, it's... To, it's a good header because Wagon, it's at that height where Wagon literally cannot do anything about it on the line. Um, but yeah, for me, Lee's has got to be doing a hundred percent better there. Um, it's embarrassing. That it is embarrassing defending from a set piece corner. Um then Boyle, what are you doing, mate? Like, why why are you swinging your arm out like that? Dwight Gale is notorious for winding people up and stuff, fair play. But the 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 problem with that there is Dwight Gale's running at Boyle. If Boyle just stands there, wins that header, he's going to win that header anyway against Dwight Gale. Do you know what I mean? Um, Boyle stands there, lets Gale foul him. Different story. Instead, he he does exactly what Gale wants him to do. He has a look at him, sticks his big arm out, and smacks him in the face. Stupid, absolutely stupid, and that ruins the ruins any chance of town getting something from that. I actually think at the end of that first half, town kind of showed something. Lee's hitting the bar; mm. they they kind of weathered a lot of Stoke possession, and you you kind of thought, all right, if the, we've got away with it, maybe a little bit, had a chance at the end of that half. Let's see if we can do something. And Boyle just yeah ruins it for me. Um, not saying we'd have gone on to win the game, but you never know with 11 men on that pitch at 1-0. Um, and if you kept it at 1-0 with about 15, 10 minutes to go, you never know, town might have, Stoke might have dropped off. They really needed a win. Just game management and Boyle showed his inexperience of it there at this level. Um, I'm just really disappointed with the defence last night. It it. And and it all sums it up with how lazy that challenge was from Lee's in the last, whatever it was, last form. What was it? Probably four minutes of added time. It was right in the at the end of the game and uh, things like this. It's fine margins like this. If you never know, it might come to us staying up on goal difference and conceding a goal like that, a penalty in the last few minutes. The guy's not going anywhere. Lee's Lee's can stand him up. And probably send him towards the corner flag. They're not. They're not chasing a. Do you know what I mean? They're not chasing an equaliser or a winner. So like you stand him up there, you send him out wide. He don't. He he doesn't care. And instead, you're diving in late, late on like that. Um, really disappointing to see uh, from a defensive point of view for Town. And and then there wasn't much to say about the attack. I've gone in on them there, Brady, for once. I'll tell you that you have. Yeah. You have. I think no, but you you're right too. You know, we we have talked all season as it creeps up further and further that this running was was going to be huge. It was going to define the season, 
And for me, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to put the boot in on individual players, but Blackpool should have won that game, threw it away. Um, Wigan, terrible performance, absolutely terrible. Um, deserve to lose, you know, just just shocking. And then Stoke, like they bring in Warnock, and I think I don't know why, you know, you want to believe. I think it's the hope that kills you. But I know Warnock's only taking charge the day after. But you think, right, Warnock's coming in. It's a fresh start. Players are going to want to impress him, um, you know. And I'm sure. I mean, I don't know, but you did. I I would have thought he's, Chico's probably had a chat with Warnock and like. He's given some advice and you just, they put out that performance. And the thing is, that's one point from from nine. And it's not like, I know you can say that about every game, but they were three winnable games. Not yeah. only that, there were huge six pointers, some of them, to get some distance. And now we're cut adrift further. It's just so disappointing. And, you know, I know there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes. The owner wants to sell, you know, he's not putting any more funds in. They've got rid of two coaches already who, who've not been up to it, um, you know, and not got the results they want. But for me, the players also need to take some responsibility in this. There's got to be, you know, some professional pride. And I'm not I'm not saying they're not putting a shift in or they're not working hard enough, but mm. someone needs to snap them out of this funk because we we are we are playing like a relegation team. We're playing like a relegation team, low on confidence. And the thing is for me, you know. I don't understand how this team can go from third to, to looking like this. I know we've lost Harry Toffler. I know we've lost Lewis O'Brien, Pippa, Danel Sonani. We've not invested in some areas. We'll come on to some other reasons as well, but it just, they need to sort it in quickly because, you know, you kind of talk yourself into, well, maybe League One would be good. You could have a reset, look at Ipswich, look at Sheffield Wednesday. But the thing is, there's no guarantee with that. And I, I don't want to risk fate. Town need to be in the championship and they're just not performing like a championship team. And Warnock, bloody hell, this is such a hell of a job on his hands. Um, and I, I'm worried. I, I, I'm, I'm, you know, we're quite positive normally, but I'm worried he's not going to have enough time to turn it around. And these are the games we should be winning. I know we've got Birmingham on Saturday and that's the game we're previewing, but He's going to have two days for what is a huge game. Um, and I just don't know if it, that's going to be enough time to see an uplift. And I hate to say that. You know, I want to, I don't want us to get relegated. I don't want to feel down and us out of it. And I'm sure the atmosphere on Saturday will be great because Warnock's in here. But it just, it's so frustrating. It's just, it just, to be honest, I've said it for a couple of weeks, but we don't deserve to stay up if we do. We've absolutely stolen it, and that's that's such a sad thing to say because these players, like, I'm sure they don't want that, and I'm sure they they do care, like they will care, you know, like Hoggy's been here for years, he'll care, like these players, they, they do care. It's just, it's just a sad, sad state of affairs, Tom. Mm, massive. Um, I think what you said there, Brady, stood out a lot about the like Warnock will have been watching last night. Do you know what I mean? And there's performances on that pitch that just make me think, but why are you here? If you're not even trying to show that you want to be here to fight, what what what's the point? He can't he, he's I don't see how he's looking at that and thinking, oh yeah, Tom Lees is a leader of a centre back for me. No way. No way. So things like that. Um 
yeah, you're right. If we go down, we we completely deserve it. But if he did make a miracle, it would be up there as his biggest achievement in his career, I think, because he's probably watching that last night thinking, bloody hell, what have I done? <laughs> yeah. Got his holiday short to come back and take no. the training today. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not being funny. He should probably get a statue if he keeps us up. Um, yeah. And obviously for his previous stint. But Tom, come on, we've had a we've had a man. Let's um, let's get into this this preview then. So we're hosting Birmingham. Uh, the Blues are sitting 18th from the table. They're 10 points ahead of the Terriers, who sit in 23rd place on 28 points. Birmingham have won four of their last 10 away games. But overall, they've only won two matches in the last 10, home and away. Tom, what this this is a must-win, isn't it? And do you think Town, despite all the things we've said about Stoke and Wigan and the Blackpool matches, it is Warnock's first game. It is a home game, which I think is so crucial. Do you think they can get a win in? I do, yeah. I still... I, I, Brady, I think... I go into almost every game in this league, bar, bar Burnley and Sheffield United, and I'd I kind of I would put Norwich in that bracket as well because I do think just their forward line is insane. Um, I think I go into most games thinking, oh, you never know, yeah, it's the championship, we can get a result, um, and this is one that you're a bit more favourable towards that that win. I think um, they've had it; they're on they're on their bad run now. Um, they had a really good start to the season, and think back to they they were all thinking about getting playoffs and everything. So, um, it, they've had quite a, a drastic fall in fortune. So, I think Town have got to be looking at this, thinking right, let's we're at home. It's his first game. There should be a proper buzz in the stands, and hopefully the players should be buzzing as well. Um, but they're still a good side. I think mainly they've got. Players who score goals, they've got they've got a handful up front. They've got players who get stuck in up front, and when you look at what happened against Stoke, you think, have we got the defenders to match that and challenge? Um, I mean, Blumenek, one of them can't play now on Saturday, so who's <laughs> there's another question who's going to come in? Um, so I don't know. I look at like Scott Hogan as. 10 goals this season. Um, he's, he is lively, isn't he? Um, and then you've got big lads like Dini and Djokovic up there with him. So it, it's it's going to be difficult. But um, one thing I do like about Warnock is he knows how to beat young managers. <laughs> you make it sound like it's a physical thing and he's scrapping them. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, and I, the positive is, you know, they well not positive for for town because it's a relegation rival, but they did lose two 0 to Cardiff in the last match. Um, the thing is, though, Tom, mm. I just this is the circumstances are set beautifully for Janino Bakuna to be a right shit house and score mm. against the Sarma. Yeah, <laughs> um, they are, but he is in his, he's doing his classic. Bakuna, hasn't he? he had a really good start to the season. Birmingham fans were all saying, "Oh, what? Why is he? Why Huddersfield let him go? Their fans don't know anything." And now he's playing like he was for the last part of his time at Town. Look, we know what he can do, but I trust in players like Hoggy to to 
well, let him know he's there early on and basically get him out of the game and stop him from doing anything. Because I think that's the kind of player he is as well. Um, so it'd be interesting to see. I mean, he's played a lot of games from this season, so he's still getting picked. Um, but yeah, only, only fair, one, fair only one goal, only one goal. Four assists, not terrible, but um, I just think we've got we right, Brady. We've like you said, we said this run is the big one. And what have we got? Two more games of that run that we fought. I think we included Bristol Bristol City in it as well. Um, I think we've got to win. We have to win this one, and yeah. the um, and Bristol City, um, and Cov, and Cov. Yeah. Imagine if uh, Warnock beat Burnley. That'd be funny. Um, <laughs> right. Okay. We've we've talked about things off the pitch, but um, <laughs> and how it's not good enough. But Tom, do you hear that? It sounds like a reason to have an excuse. Never moaned about the situation at all. We've got an absolutely horrific, we'll have to be honest, we have a horrific injury list at the moment. And on another day, we were more clinical with our chances. Our lovely owner wants to, of course, share the club. Um, and there's not a lot of funds here at the moment. Because Ooh. we're going to talk about <laughs> some of the injuries. <laughs> Because <laughs> um, I think the thing is as well, like they talk about luck and like when you're doing well, luck goes your way, and when you're not doing well, luck doesn't go your way. I just wanted to read out how many players we got out for the season, because um, it kind of was like, oh, yeah, any team would struggle. So Nichols obviously is out for the season. Ollie Turton's out for the season. Tino Andrews out for the season. Kieran Phillips is out for the season. Would he start? Uh is out for the season. Dwayne Holmes, I, I don't think he is out for the season, but he's out for a couple of weeks. Um Ben Jackson, no idea. Danny Ward, no idea. Mikel Hellick, I don't think it's that serious, maybe a couple of weeks. Um John Rhodes missed the game yesterday for illness, but that's not thought to be serious. Obviously, one man from the press conference, but just reading some of the names, like they're yeah. starters, aren't they? They're, they're guaranteed big names. Starters. Big names. Um and I know it's it's an excuse, but it's a I think it's quite a valid excuse to be fair. Um Blimeyette Brady, some of those names you're reading out. I think people underestimate how much Dwayne Holmes brings to stuff. I think we've missed him recently. Um you uh looked brilliant at the start of the season when when you think what we've been struggling with now. Um that was a massive blow, I think. And then, most importantly, Nichols, like bloody hell, what a difference he makes when he's in that team. Um, and absolutely good that we're not going to see him for the rest of the season. And potentially, <laughs> if we go down, probably never again in the township, <laughs> I would uh, say. So, um, if there's one incentive to stay up, it's to keep him... <laughs> That's the only um, reason I want I want Warnock to go in the dressing room and say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, here's a question for you, Tom, uh, before we, you know, before we move on. Warnock's coming in. Which players do you think he'll get a tune out of? I know you can do the classic, there's always a player under a new manager that you never expect, but mm. looking at the team that we do have, um, is there anyone that immediately springs to mind that you think, oh, Warnock will get something out of them? 
Kasumu. Mm-hmm. Paroma. Do you think? Yeah. I think Hogg will really up his game. I think we'll see. I don't think, when I think like who Hogg's played under, right? So I think best Hogg's Wagner because um, he believed in him so much. I think every manager always knows that it's Hogg. Hoggy's the captain, etc. But I think, I don't think he's ever had a manager on, uh, at town like Warnock. So I think we'll see a different Hogg and a, a Hogg that hopefully will drag us over the line this season. I think Matty Pearson hmm. could become his best defender. Hopefully Helic's not out too long. Um, I'm hoping he ups everyone, Brady, honestly. Um, I also think, controversially, we're the Scott High fan club, but I think he could he could turn Scott High into a a bit of a a bit more of a championship quality player. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Do you know yeah. I'm looking at the list as well? Can I just say who he would have got a massive tune out of? Um yeah. I I just what a stupid decision that was. Maybe you didn't want to be but Imagine if you'd have just kept him about. He'd have wanted to be here with Warnock, bloody hell. Yeah, yeah. I I think, um, you know, knowing Warnock, he's always had people who can finish. And I, I think you could see a response from Jordan Rhodes as well. Um, and to be honest, like, if we are going to go down, at least I'd like to see Rhodes get his 100th goal for town. <laughs> give, yeah. me, give me something. Yeah, um, yeah no, it's a good point. I... I don't know. Yeah, I think he could have an uplift in, in all of them. Um, like you say, it, there is always a player that you you think, um, I don't know, like it's unexpected. I know what, uh, Neil, who was on the pod many moons ago, always said like when Corberan came in, like Leeds fans had written off a click and, you know, look how well he did. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's my random shout. This is just based on vibes and nothing else. Um, I reckon... I know he's only a lone player, but he's been pretty miserable. Um, I think we might see a better Matt Loughton as well. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be good. I mean, we need right backs. <laughs> so yeah, it yeah, best be. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, but yeah, I, I, there is. There, uh, to be fair, if there's a plan, there's a bit to work with there. I think Hongbo's looked like you know yeah. looked exciting. I think Knockart's giving his all when he can. Um, so. Yeah, I don't know. Let's let's try and be more positive. But um, Tom, you did get the down low on Birmingham, didn't you? You caught with Emily Drakeley from her game too, who's a Birmingham City fan. Um, talk, tell, talk to me. Yes, I did, Brady. That's exactly what I did um, in person in Birmingham, the city of what is it? What even is Birmingham? The city of bulls. They like bulls. It's the bull. They? They've got the bull ring, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the second city. We've lost to a pub side. We've literally lost to a pub side. Hi, mate. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. So, how's your season going? Um. So, how's your season going? It started off um, quite well. I was quite impressed with how we were. We were really good, actually, up until um, the Sunderland game just before the World Cup. We seemed to be on a really good run. The attitude around the club was great. Everything was going really well. We had new supposed new owners coming in. Then the supposed new owners 
um, it didn't come off. And ever since then, the mood and our performance on the pitch haven't been up to the same standard as they were um, in the first half of the season. So that's been a bit disappointing. Um, and as per, there's some, some things going on behind the scenes that are a bit unsavoury. So um, we're hoping for the best in new ownership, but to be honest, expecting the worst in that they're not going to go anytime soon. So um, seasons, it's a bit, it's the same as ever, really. Um, I think we'll probably end up finishing lower mid table, which really is quite a good thing after the last couple of years of yo-yoing around relegation. Um, so yeah, I, I started off the season really positive. Now I, it's just a typical season, to be honest. Um, bit apathetic towards it now. Who's a standout player for you so far? I think right now, obviously, our standout player has to be Hannibal. Um, he's, I love him. He's one of those players where he's really got um, that spark about him, the passion. He's so passionate. Um, the only thing is that his passion sometimes can go a bit too far and he's at risk of getting himself sent off. Um, so it's not always um, a good thing, but he is 20, I think. You know, he'll, he'll rein that in, hopefully, and learn in time. But yeah, without him, we haven't got a lot of creative spark at the moment. And what's your score prediction against town? School predictions. Oh, so we had a really good game against um, West Brom and then we just absolutely capitulated against Cardiff. So to be honest, I can see this being a draw. Um, I'm not expecting too much, obviously. Um, expecting the worst, hoping for the best as per. Um, just trying to have a positive attitude. But no, I think to be honest, it might end up being a nil-nil or a 1-1. I can't see it being anything more than that. Thank you. Bye. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Brilliant insight there. Thank you, Emily, for that. Yeah. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Cozzy, what, what's your favourite away day? Matt, it's got to be the city ground at Nottingham. Just old-school stadium, you're right near the pitch, great atmosphere. But there's nothing like playing at home. Same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. It's time for the mailbag. You've got mail. Barney S17. Um S17, maybe it's wrong. Barney says, which of the few senior players we'd actually still want, <laughs> do you think we'd stay in League One? Um, I think, well, let's, let's, just, let's just guess randomly. I think Matty Pearson probably would. Yeah. Um, I think Scott High would. So, you know, yeah. one for High, let's get on it. Tom Lees would. Oli yeah. Turton would. Josh yeah. Ruffles would. Yeah. 
this this is if they'd stay if oh we'd want them. Well, to if stay, we'd so. still actually if we'd actually still want them as well, Barney says. But at the moment, mm. I don't think beggars can be choosers. No, exactly. Um, <laughs> um I mean, Edmunds Green, probably. Tom yeah. Lee's probably, maybe not. I don't know. You, uh, I don't know. I'd be surprised if you was around in League One. Yeah. Same with Helic. Same with Nichols. Uh, same with Nichols. Sober will be off. I mean, he's already yeah. on loan. Hoggy, Hoggy would stay. I think. I don't really yeah. see uh, what it, what else he'd do. Karoma would be an interesting one. Say he has a good end of the season, but we go down. Would we actually offer him a contract? Um. I mean, I'm going through the list here. Connor Mahoney. What a, I'm sorry, Connor, but what a crazy... Like, some signings this year are, are just so random. Um, Horny for high, yeah. Kasumu, yes. I'd, I'd love us if we could keep hold of him in League One. I think he'd be brilliant. Holmes, I don't know. What do you think there? I think Holmes is... He feels like definitely like a... Not a fans player. I like Dwayne Adams. I think it gets a lot. Like I think people pick on him a bit too much compared yeah. to other players. But I get the feeling he's like one of those players that like managers rate, and he's like yeah. actually quite good if you think about it. Um, I think so the I pro- team would pick him up. If we I think there. so too. I think Rhodes would probably go. Unfortunately, yeah. Rudoni, he'd stay, wouldn't he? Probably. Um, Rolando, yeah, Ar- Rolando Aarons. <laughs> I think he's out of contract. So I mean, oh, of all the crazy one, things, then. yeah. Um, right, Rhodes, Wards, Rhodes, and Ward. Right, what do you think there? I think Rhodes would go. I think Wardy would probably go. It just depends on that injury. I mean, he got what fifteen goals last season. I know people say that's like. You know, one off season, but strikers are really hard to come by. Yeah. I think any promoted team would probably take a chance on him. Good point. That's um, about it, really, isn't it? Camberry isn't on a he's only here for half a season, isn't it? That was that surely was the contract we offered him. <laughs> yeah, I think it was, yeah. Don't <laughs> worry. Wagon would be good. Jaheim Headley. Jaheim Headley, I think, would stay. Yeah. And I don't I have to say from last night, I don't think he was too bad. I don't think mm. he came out with a lot of... Um, I mean, the bar was very low. I think Pat Jones probably would stay. Yeah. I think all your youth lads would be staying. All you that are still classed as B-team, Brady. Yeah, Bill Capich and... be good. Yeah, yeah. Probably be our number one and yeah. worth risking. Um, yeah, okay, cool. So there you go, Barney. That's a long, rambly way of saying, hopefully. Yeah. Um, Mark Harrison, he asked, would Neil be up for a half-time fight with his ne- nemesis, Stan Turnan? If Warnock wins, we automatically stay up. Losing, it's oblivion. At least it takes the players out of the equation in our relegation fight. Mark, absolutely on board with this. Because um, even if Warnock loses, I think it just it just puts us out of our misery, doesn't it? So um, I'd love to see that. Um, that, to be honest, sounds like something that could happen in the Amazing Elbow. Mm. <laughs> so turn turn and scary though turn and is a bit of a do you know what I mean I've Warnock's a fighter but he's not a a you know turn and I would not want to fight Stan turn and do you know what but, like, he's he's easy he is a horrible man 
<laughs> but you know, Warren has been around the block. I'm not saying he would. He, you know, he might not win, but he's got the. You know, he knows, doesn't he? Streetwise. Mm. Yeah, it'd be an interesting fight. Um, how old Stan Turner now? Seventy six. So he's got some. He's got some years on Warney though as well. So yeah, exactly. bit, bit, he's got a bit of youth on his side. <laughs> <laughs> two, uh, two young chickens there. Yeah. <laughs> um, there we go. Uh, so okay, cool. Let's move on then because it's time for your the boss. So Thomas, <laughs> um, the lineup for the game last night. You had Vlasic, Pearson, Lee's big boyly, Headley. <laughs> Rudoni, Hog, High, Karama, Waghorn, Knockout. Um, yeah, I feel like Scott High stock is incredibly low at the moment, but which is the best time to jump on it because you can only get better. <laughs> um, yeah. What would you do lineup wise? Well, what would I do, or what do we think Warnock's going to do? Because so, well, however you want to interpret it, mate. He normally when he with his success at Cardiff, I think he played a. Normally, four at the back. I mean, yeah. it was like a four-two-three-one or four-three-three normally. Um, so it's quite defensive. Yeah, and then hoping for like the kind of quick transitions into attack. So, I mean, we had four at the back last night. So you're gonna have to put in bloody hell, Brady. Who are you gonna have to put in? You're probably gonna have to put in um, Red Jaya. Yeah, probably. I mean, I don't. I'm not against that. No, I know, but I'm just saying the depth with Helic injured, you are injured. It's not good, is it? And Pearson no. playing right back doesn't help either. So actually, you put probably no. You put Lee's and Pearson in, and then I've always thought Reg has done a decent job at fullback. You could potentially put him there. Um, yeah, I mean, why not? I think um, the, what was it? The only thing I would say. We don't Pearson went off, didn't he? So we don't know. Yeah, true. <sighs> right. So let's say for <laughs> fucking hell. I mean, I'm I I don't know, Brady. I'd be putting I'd be putting Jordan Rhodes back in. I thought Wagon yeah. had a bad game on Wednesday. Um I'd probably start knockout and Humber up top. Yeah. Knockout and Humber, so Rhodes and then Knockout and Humber as the front three. Yeah. Hog in the middle. Um, Rudoni on the right. And then, hmm. God, we're so short, aren't we, at the moment? It's probably going to really have are. to be... High's probably going to get a start. Because unless you're changing the formation, so unless he does the... The uh four two three one, where you'd have probably a bat four, then Hog and Kasumu in that two, and then Rudoni further up with probably Rudoni behind Rhodes and Hungber and Knockart on the flanks. I think that'd work quite nicely. Yeah, yeah, um, uh, yeah. I don't see why not. Do you know what I reckon he's going to do? Yeah, go on. So uh, looking at. His last lineup to the last game where he got sacked mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, at Borough, he went for three five two. Right, right. So here's what I reckon he would do if he was going to play a three five two. I think, given our injuries and Big Boyley getting sent off, 
I'm <laughs> referring to him as Big Boyley. I think this is what I'd do. I'd put Villa Kapic in net because I think Vasilik just doesn't look fit. Yeah. Um, so that's what I'd do. And then you're back three. I'd put Reg. I'd put Hog. Ooh. And I'd put Louise. Nice. And then I think for your five, I'd go Humbo on the right. Mm. Kamara, Rudoni, Kasumu, Knockout. I'm debating whether to take Kamara out and put a high in. Um, yeah, and then Knockout on the left. And then I'd, I think he's. I think he'd play Rhodes. And if Rhodes is fit, um, I think he'd play Rhodes. And I think he'd probably play Wagon. Just someone yeah. who can smash. Yeah, <laughs> smash him. <laughs> someone who could smash. Um, <laughs> That's what I think you'd do. Because, um, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, the other thing is, you might, you know, who knows? He might bloody play knockout front. Um, you know, Pat Jones came back after an injury. Just looking at that lineup last night. You know, yeah, I think that's it. I think that's what he'd go for. I think he'd go 3-5-2. And to be honest, I don't hate Reg in a back three. Um, because I think he's probably a bit more attacking than, than Lowton and... It's really weird, yeah. Reg, how we put him out on loan because I thought when we played Burnley at the start of the season, Reg actually looked semi decent. Yeah, um, I think he the thing is did that quite he, well he, against Ashley Barnes, who is never easy to play against, and it's like, yeah, this point. Yeah, yeah, okay, but yeah, we'll see. I'm I'm excited to see what he plays, but I think knowing Warren, he's gonna he's gonna have two strikers. Yeah, and to be honest, we do have, <laughs> you know. Don't be surprised if Terry Simpson and Carl Hudlin are on the bench on Saturday. Well, yeah, that. that might be a bit exciting, that, you know. Yeah. Um, okay, then, Tom, what are you going for the score prediction? Um, 2 1 to town. Love it. Love it. Who's scoring? Uh, scoring. Jack Rudoni will get his first goal. Yeah, Jack <laughs> Rudoni will get his first goal. First goal. First goal. First goal. <laughs> um, let's have Hog, Captain Hog. And, Captain Hogg. Um, better burn Josh Cromer. Oh, nice. Nice. I like it. Uh, I oh, I don't think we are going to win this. Oh, Brady. It's going to be one all. One all. Yeah. And we're going to go Rhodes. Okay. Okay. Fine. Bring okay. the mood down. It's been a well, depressing podcast anyway. It has been a depressing <laughs> podcast. Um, this will be good, though, because let's end on Koana's question. A few change, the things change, but also a lot of things are still the same. So this is one we actually asked a few weeks ago, but um, a certain Andy Booth came in, so we, we had to had to shoot mm-hmm. things around. Uh, his <laughs> question this week is, which former Huddersfield Town player do you think is underrated um, I love this first one. This is from Zach. Uh, Martin Craney, versatile, hardworking and very good deputy to Tommy Smith, was outstanding yeah. when he came on at Wembley. One of the young sung heroes of the promotion season. 100% agree. Very good shout. Very good shout indeed. I think there was a few players in that promotion winning team that were unsung heroes. And yeah, Craney's definitely up there at the top of the list, I think. Nice. Um Stephen Batley says, always like Chris Beach. 
goal scoring midfielder rather than letting the box <laughs> quote a poor man's David Platt <laughs> could do with someone like him now. Nice one. <laughs> um, Jacob Hurst says John Stankovic. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think he was I, rated. To be honest, do you think, I think. Do you think he was rated? Because I think when he left, everyone was saying, "I can't. We don't want you to leave." And yeah, not like people. He had quite a good half of the season, didn't he, with the Cowleys? Um, or was yeah. it the first half of the season? Anyway, I I think he was rated. I'm gonna push back on that one. Perfectly rated. I, I always think, thought. I think underrated we... at his start of his town career. Rated at the end. Fair. Yeah, I uh, I also think would have been a great player under Carlos. Mm. Just yeah, yeah. Um, Richard Burhouse says Daniel Sonani. Completely agree with this. Completely agree with this. I I honestly, people were scoffing when talking about signing him permanently, but I think he would have. You know, I know he went. You know, he's a typical kind of flair player, like went missing some games, but mm. you know, scored that goal in the first leg against Luton. He did yeah. pop up with some big goals, and typically in like the first. 15, 20 minutes, but hey, don't care. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I thought he was a bit underrated by town fans. Um, Tom, what about you? Who who do you think some, a former town player was underrated? I don't know, Brady. I I've, honestly have not thought about it. Alan Lee. Um... <laughs> oh, what? I didn't expect you to say that. <laughs> um... Is that just your default response or anything? Just yeah, like if you get that. caught off guard. Uh, Alan Lee? When I haven't thought about it, I can't. Oh, I'm sorry. Scott High. I really like Scott High. I really like Scott High. I do think he's underrated. He's, he's, he's a current good footballer. The only thing Scott High is... All right, yeah, sorry, that's, that doesn't count then. Um, Joe Lolly. Was Joe Lolly underrated? I think people I think, were miffed when he was sold, weren't they? I think Joe Lolly was underrated by David Wagner. Hmm. Um, and I always thought whenever he came on, he'd, he'd do bits. Um, that game against Stoke and West Ham, he looked great. And then we go and sell him like a couple of weeks later. Uh, I never really thought he got a, a run in, in the squad. So maybe I'll say Joe Lolly, I guess. Um, yeah. I know Matt always says Helic was, uh, not Helic, Hefele was underrated because he was actually a good defender, but people yeah. were just like, oh, he's a big personality. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I don't know if you agree with this. I think Tom Ince was a bit underrated. Yeah, I think Tom Ince was... And another player we shouldn't have sold going into that yeah. second season. Weird decision. Um, yeah, because I think he worked really hard. At, like, And when he got his goal, uh, and obviously scored the, the big goal against Watford. Yeah. Um, he did everything yeah. apart from score and really assist. But he did, he did work really hard and he, he got us up the pitch and he was really smart and... Yeah, he was underrated as well. I think you're right there, Brady. Uh, mm. Have we had any players who we think were underrated and then have gone on to be good, like really good somewhere else? I mean, well, Joe Lolly did really well at Forest, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, I suppose it's tough, isn't it? Like, we, I, the one that was jumping in my head was Matty Crooks, but like he only played one game for town, so you yeah. can't really like. Um, but there's quite a few ex town. Philip Billing, yeah, underrated actually. I think underrated. Um, I know we sold him for big money, but like you know, absolutely bossed it for Bournemouth last season, didn't he? And he's yeah. been all right in the prem. He's a good I player. Think he's, 
Oh, yeah. Do you know who I think is underrated, Tom? Aaron Moyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you know what? Aaron Moyes is so underrated. Look at him yeah, now in no Scotland. One, no one talks about him. Um, <laughs> cool. I think I think we'll probably end it there. Um, Tom, is there anything you want to say to the town fans before, before I do my end? Admin? Right. What have we got? 15 games. Yeah. Let's just enjoy the ride with Warnock. Get behind get behind him and the team. And um let's just bring about bring back a bit of fun in the stands and watching town. I know when sometimes things are a bit rubbish, let's make us own entertainment. <laughs> but yeah, come on. One push. Let's let's go for it. 15 games, come on. Love it. I'm gonna echo that. I mean, like I'm saying to Pozza, like I just think we want to see a response. Like the last couple of games have been miserable. And I think whether we stay up or whether we go down, you're going to see a response, which is the bare minimum, really. But um, I just, I don't think any of us can take the rest of the season with performances like Stoke and Wigan. So, um, look, I'm excited. We're going to have loads of content with Warnock. So this pod's going to be fun. Um, yeah. And look, like at the end of the day, re- relegation would be devastating for us. But as James's dad always used to say, if they're in League One, you still go watch them. And like, exactly. I think that's it. That's it. Yeah. So we'll still be doing the pod in League One. <laughs> yeah, we will. Even in League Two, even if we go back to the Prem, we'll still be doing the pod. Um, can't get rid of us that easily. No. Okay. Cool. Right. Well, thank you, Tom. Thanks for coming back. Um, we'll be we'll be together for the next pod as well. Yeah. It's a shame. It's uh, a shame. Boovy had a restraining order against me, isn't it? <laughs> well, I thought we were going to get away with that, but yeah. <laughs> um, thanks to you all for listening. I know we've had quite a few pods this week, but um, hey, consider this shared group therapy. Um, and of course, before we go, thanks to Magic Rock for sponsoring this episode, as they always do. Don't forget, you can get 10% off all online orders with the code AHTTC10. So town play bring the car. Back to Huddersfield. Lads, what's your favourite 90th minute goal? Got to be Heffley against Leeds. A shot from Moy and sliding in at the death, Michael Heffley. Great finish to the game. Shared with my family, only made better by ordering McDonald's via McDelivery afterwards. Three points, nut nugget share box, spot on. Order McDelivery now by the McDonald's app. You in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial 
plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.